Hello, and welcome to episode three of The Modern Manager. Today, we're going to do a deep dive on respect. Respect is one of the key characteristics of a rock star manager. It might be considered the most fundamental component to being a great manager, because without respect, it's going to be really hard to do many of the other things that you need to do as a great leader. So let's get going. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfer-Stewart. The Urban Dictionary defines respect as, quote, treating people in a positive manner that acknowledges them for who they are and or what they are doing. If you don't feel respected for who you are or for the work that you're contributing, it's likely you're not feeling very engaged. In fact, Tiny Pulse did a survey in 2017, and their global employee engagement report found that only 26% of employees feel strongly valued at work. And one of their key findings was that employee happiness turns out to be highly correlated to the kind of culture and work environment that people have. So as a manager, it's your job to both give respect and treat each of your individual employees with respect and cultivate a respectful environment, an atmosphere that exudes respect so that other employees treat each other with that same level of dignity as you treat each of them. Before we get into how you can cultivate a culture of respect, let's talk about what happens when people don't feel respected at work. Maybe you've even been in a situation where you didn't feel that your colleagues or your manager were treating you with the level of respect that you really deserved. But even if you haven't, can you imagine what that might feel like? Do you think you'd give that extra 110% or go the extra mile? Do you feel like you'd be fully engaged and really do great work? Would you want to share your creative, bold ideas or push back and share concerns and ask tough questions? Would you give others the benefit of the doubt when something goes wrong and listen actively when other people are speaking, even if they're not listening to you? This is why respect is so much more than one thing. It impacts so many different experiences and aspects of being part of a team. It's also a mutual and reinforcing thing. Some people say you have to give respect to get it. And if you don't feel respected, you're likely not going to treat others with respect. So you end up either having a virtuous cycle in which people continually show more and more respect or that negative spiral where the less you feel respected, the less you give respect, which that means people are going to treat you with less respect and on and on. When you do have a culture of respect, it means that people are both less stressed and likely there's less conflict. And that means greater productivity and even more possibilities and potential for your team and what you can accomplish. Respectful teams benefit from something called psychological safety. That's being able to show your full self and share your ideas without fear of negative consequences. Negative consequences could be around your self-image, your status, or your career possibilities. People who feel psychologically safe ask questions and push back. They think boldly and creatively and share wild ideas that have potential. They also ask for help because they're not worried that they'll look weak. 
And these things combined mean you get greater thinking and more productivity from your team. Another thing that happens is that there's less bad conflict and more of the right kind of conflict. Bad conflict is when people are upset or at odds with one another. I had a team I was working with in which two members were constantly in conflict. One would get upset about something, so she would ignore or be slow to respond to the other person's emails, which then made him be frustrated, so then he'd just avoid her altogether and go around her. And it was this kind of constant back and forth at each other. But when people really respect each other and a problem arises, they're more likely to confront it head on, seeing themselves as being on the same side with the same goal to resolve the issue rather than against each other. That's also what allows for more of the good or the right kind of conflict, where people feel like they have the same intention or the same goal, which is to get the best thinking in the room. And so the conflict that arises is conflict around ideas, where people are pushing back and really questioning and really digging into what's being said. And as a manager, that's ultimately what you want. So let's look at what it takes to start to build that culture of respect. First up, let's look at what you can do when interacting with your team members. Number one, listen first and lead with questions. Have you ever met someone new and asked them a question and then they don't respond by asking you that question back? Or perhaps you share something and instead of building on it, they just don't really respond or they take the conversation a totally new direction. Those conversations typically aren't a lot of fun, and they definitely don't make you feel like you're being listened to. One way to show your colleagues that you respect them is to listen to them. So try posing questions rather than only providing answers. And when they respond, keep digging, build off their ideas, ask more questions so that you can deepen your understanding. Next, be intentional and beware of how you're communicating and what methods you're using. Tone and meeting can get lost in email. So think twice about sending any email that contains a criticism or an emotional response or complicated information where you may be setting the person up to fail if the information doesn't come across clearly. I have definitely heard numerous stories about email misinterpretations, many of which could have been avoided. Some things just need to be said in person to show the listener that level of respect. It's kind of like that don't break up over text thing. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with breaking up, but how you do it is just important as the message. And the same is true in the workplace. There are many messages that we have to get across, but how you say them, the tone that you use, and the method by which you deliver it, whether that's in person, over the phone, by email, text, or chat, are just as important as the actual words you choose to say. And the third thing you can do to show respect is to take responsibility for your actions. We're going to take a pause from talking about respect for a minute to talk about email. I went on vacation last week, and one of my least favorite things about going on vacation is the way that email piles up in my inbox. It really feels like I come back to more work than I left, which is just not the way you want to come back after a vacation. Now, some people know that I tend to check my email even when I'm out on vacation, mostly because I hate to come back to that overflowing inbox. But this was my first vacation with SaneBox, and it totally changed my experience. SaneBox is like an EMT for your email. It triages email that's coming in, 
and puts it into proper folders so that you can deal with only the most urgent and important things first and everything else when you have time to get to it. This meant that I only spent about 10 minutes a day on email while I was on vacation because I only saw those 10 or 15 things that came through into my inbox that were most important. SaneBox automatically directed all of the less important emails into my Sane Later folder, which I only checked when I got back. And while that folder sure did have a lot of emails, I only had to skim it and make sure that I didn't miss anything that needed my attention, but most of it could go right into my archives. Go to sanebox.com manager to set up your free account and get a $25 credit when you upgrade. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X.com slash manager. Now back to talking about respect. As a leader, you might be inclined to hide your mistakes or to kind of avoid conflict that makes you look bad. But honestly, that's not what great leaders do. They take responsibility. So if you make a mistake, admit it. Apologize to someone if you've acted in a way that's disrespectful, if you had an emotional outburst, or if you dropped the ball on something. Don't try to hide your errors or present yourself as perfect. Respect doesn't come from being perfect. It comes from being real and vulnerable and showing that you're trying to improve just like everyone else. Okay, we're going to shift gears a little bit and talk about cultivating respect among your team members, which can be a bit more challenging. So one way to address this is to bring the concept to the team. Empower the group itself to define what a respectful work environment looks like. Encourage them to be as descriptive as possible in listing the actions and the behaviors that they want to see. And together, you can create an agreement that the group will collectively uphold. I've done this with a number of teams, and it is very powerful when the group comes together and commits to things like, not sending emails after 10 p.m. or before 6 a.m. to respect people's time at home, or agreeing to confront someone directly when there's any issue rather than talking behind people's backs or going to the manager to try and solve problems. Rockstar managers empower their team to build a respectful work environment so you don't have to do it alone. Another way that you can help develop a culture of respect is in group settings. Do not accept anything less than polite, professional behavior. There are ways to argue that are respectful and those that aren't. Don't tolerate personal attacks or rudeness or gossip. When you see those things happening, you need to step in. That's part of what a good manager does. If you listened to episode one, you might recall that one of the things that unintentional managers do is let things go that should be addressed. Great rockstar managers, don't let these little things slide. If you notice somebody being interrupted in a meeting, point it out. Give the person a chance to finish their thinking. Same goes if you see somebody on their phone or device while other people are talking. Remind them that we're all going to be actively engaged in this conversation and there'll be time to look at their devices later. Meetings, in fact, are a great place to foster engagement and demonstrate respect. There are a number of facilitation techniques that you can use to get everyone's thinking and voices in the room. You can also use the yes and instead of no but practice. Ask people to write down their ideas so you can at least capture them even if they aren't spoken in the room. 
Another approach is to give credit and show appreciation to people who think outside the box, who take risks by sharing unpopular ideas and asking questions. In essence, what you're doing is saying, I respect what you have to say, so I want to hear it. If you disagree, if you have questions, if you have wild ideas, share them. This is a safe space. One technique that I encourage teams to use if you don't currently have that kind of culture or environment where people are pushing back is to designate five minutes out of a conversation to be devil's advocate time. And during that five minutes, everyone is only allowed to share criticisms, pushbacks, questions, things that they might otherwise not be willing to say. And at the end of the five minutes, You celebrate all of the great ideas and thinking they came out during that devil's advocate time. And lastly, there are a number of small things you can do, especially around meetings, to show people you respect them. You can be sure to share information with people who didn't attend the meeting so that they stay informed. You can start and end your meetings on time. If you give pre-work or materials for people to look at before the meeting, Don't review them in the meeting just because one person didn't read them. That's so disrespectful to everyone else who did the work. So use your meetings and other opportunities to show people that you respect them, that you care about what they have to say, that you're willing to be wrong, and that the whole team benefits when they bring their full self to work. As the team leader, you must role model the behaviors that you desire. You need to treat your responsibility to create that respectful and healthy team culture with the same intentionality as you do your performance goals because they are linked. You and your team will do better and accomplish more when there's a culture of respect. So to help you develop that team culture, go to this episode on my website at www.mamieks.com slash podcast Dash 003 to download the guide on engaging your team and building a culture of respect. If you already subscribed to my newsletter, you'll have this guide in your inbox. Next week will be my first guest episode. I'll be interviewing Erica Keswin. She's the author of an upcoming book titled Bring Your Human to Work, 10 Surefire Ways to Design a Workplace That is Good for People, Great for Business, and Just Might Change the World. I guarantee you won't want to miss it. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. This helps others find The Modern Manager so that more people can become rockstar managers and cultivate thriving teams. Thanks for listening. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rockstar boss of a thriving team. I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player, and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. 
Until next time. 